I want to take a moment before we begin today's broadcast due to the fact that most of us, our friends and families, have lost jobs and income due to this pandemic. We're going to postpone our spring fundraising campaign that was scheduled to be going on at this moment. Like you, we're battening down the hatches to ride out this storm. But that doesn't mean that we don't need your support. We do. And we hope that those of you who do support us on a monthly basis can continue. But we certainly understand if you can't. So please feel free to reach us either by email or give us a call if we need to amend your monthly gift. You can call us at 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. I want to send a special thank you to those of you who are forced to stay in the face of danger. Those of you who are our first responders and healthcare professionals, thank you for your hard, long hours of work that you do. And I want to thank your families who miss you and must be worried about you. We still, though, have a long way to go before this virus runs its course. And I aim to remain with you on this station through this storm and pray that somehow God will provide for us to keep broadcasting. My prayer and hope is that this pandemic will cause us to draw our hearts closer to God. Folks, this storm, this pandemic might be judgment for our sins. And if so, we must fall on our face and repent. But whatever it is that God is trying to accomplish, he is still the giver of mercy and grace. And so let's beg him for it. And I pray that the death angel will pass over your home and over your loved ones and not visit you. I leave you with this verse, Psalms 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the saints against Islam's assault on North America. We're going to return to a recording that we did about four years ago with Sharam Hadian when I was on American Family Radio when we had him on the program with us. And we're talking about the 10 steps on how to radicalize a Muslim. We started yesterday. If you missed it, you can go back and listen to yesterday's program at our website, fortressoffaith.com. You can listen to a number of programs that way. But listen now as we jump into how to radicalize a Muslim. We hear this often about these terrorists. We didn't know this person was radicalized. Uh, the guy who attacked in... In Nice, France, people are saying that he quickly was radicalized. So what do they mean by that? Well, there's, um, there's some things that must be instilled in their belief system, in their thinking, in what they believe about their prophet, their God, their religion. And so I'll give you the first three. We talked about them yesterday. And today we're going to talk about the fourth and fifth step. But the first step is that it must be established in the Muslim mind and heart that Muhammad is God's final prophet. He's the last prophet. He is God's prophet, and we must listen to him. So it must be established. Number two, it must be established that the Quran is God's words and that the Sunnah are Muhammad's teachings and actions. You see, friends, you can't just go to the Quran for the doctrines of Islam. You've got to go to the prophet as well. And the Sunnah 
are the teachings and the actions of what Muhammad said and did that was recorded by his followers. So this is very important to a faithful Muslim, to a scriptural Muslim. He's going to study these as well. Number three, it needs to be established in the heart of this Muslim, if he's going to be radicalized, that Allah is the sole God of the universe, and his law, the Sharia, is the perfect and good law for all mankind. That must be established, and it will be some things that he'll believe in. And today we're going to talk about the fourth and fifth thing, which are that it will be established in his heart that the only way to contentment is to be fully submitted to Allah, to his law and his will. And the fifth thing, it will be established that there will be no Islamic peace in the world until Muslims have rid the world of the filth, the kafir, the unbelievers, and that the Sharia is to become the law of every nation. So listen now as we discuss those points. Here we go. The fourth um, step to fundamentalize a Muslim, it must be established in his heart that the only way to contentment is to be fully submitted to Allah's law and his will. That's so right. they must be, this must be established in their heart, in their belief system, that the only way I'm going to find contentment, the only way that there'll be contentment in my community, contentment in my home, contentment in my country, is if I and others around me are fully submitted, not just partially submitted. That's right. But, you know, and this is, this is essential, that they're fully submitted. Because that's, that's what right. Islam means, submit, that's surrender. Right. And Muslim means the surrendered one. So if you're going to truly be that, then you have to be fully submitted to Allah's law and his will. Very important step. Tom, I, I thought the, the Mr. Obama said that Islam meant it was peaceful, that it just meant the word Islam meant peace, that you just get along. Well, well no, 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 you're saying I that, think that was actually, a dish. He was serving up a dish of deception there. There you go. That's right. Exactly. And, and this really actually, uh, without jumping ahead too soon, this actually gets to our next point as well, is that contentment, they believe that contentment can only come when a nation goes to the upper house, that Dar al-Islam. And so that's why they're working constantly towards the implementation of point number three, which is the Sharia. So uh, the, the, the teaching is that when an individual or a community or a nation actually comes under, under the authority of Allah's law and will, then that uh, peace and contentment and social justice and all these things come into that community, into that nation. And I think that for the individual person let's let's talk about the individual muslim they believe that if they're being a, a as i did when i was growing up tom i was a lukewarm quote-unquote moderate muslim cultural muslim i had no contentment in my life now i know now that is because i was not connected to the right god <laughs> that it was not the right god but but it's very easy to take someone like me who was a lukewarm Muslim and teach them, well, if you really want contentment, you need to be further into Allah's law, further into Allah's will, and you're just not going deep enough. And that's one of the ways that we see young men disenfranchise young men, um, you know, uh, taken into quote-unquote radicalism because th they are taught, well, that's when you really, really come to peace with yourself. 
Uh, and that's why you see, Tom, the number one demographic for conversions or radicalization is happening in our prison system hmm. because that's where there are disenfranchised, broken men who obviously they're broken. That's why they're in prison. Something has happened in their lives. And there is a prime real estate for them to be fundamentalized to Islam. So wow. now let's lead into point five, because now it is not just um, important to establish contentment in the individual. Now there must be an establishment that there will be no Islamic peace in the world unless Muslims have rid the world of the filth. That is the Arabic um, definition of the word kufar or kafir. It literally means excrement or filth. And that every uh, nation and that the Sharia is to become the law of every nation. So one, they have to be able to get rid of all the kufar. And two, they have to establish the Sharia as the law of that nation yeah. for there to be Islamic peace. Well, one of the things that Muslims believe is that the that there'll still be the reason why there is evil in the world and why there's no peace is because of the kafir, you know, the unbeliever. And uh, and so they must either convert them, make them Muslim, thus removing the kafir, or subjugate them into demitude. They become your servant. That's what Surah 9 was all about, the last chapter of the Quran. Uh, let them... Uh, work for you and live off their backs right or kill them you know remove them annihilate them destroy them so the the whole idea is either subjugate it or kill it or or convert them and so uh so the the, the fifth step is they it must be established in their belief system that in order to have peace true peace in the world islamic peace that they have to rid the world of the kafir and that Sharia needs to become the law of every nation. So that, that's their belief system. And if this is established in their heart and mind, like the other things we talked about, that they must be fully surrendered themselves to Allah, to his law and to his will, to, to, uh, to the God of Islam, and that the Sharia is the only way for you know, goodness for mankind. It's the only perfect law. It's the universal law that must be for all people. And then the Sunnah and the Prophet is the perfect example. And if you're going to be a faithful Muslim, once those things are established, you're on the way. You're well on That's the way right. to uh, seeing this guy soon to be taking up arms against the Kafir. And that's you and me, Sharam, and that's anyone right. else who does not believe in, in Islam. That's absolutely right. And that's exactly, I, I was going to just uh, uh, add to, not add, but basically just, just affirm what you're saying is that um, this sounds pretty aggressive, doesn't it, Tom? Point five now sounds, wait a second, I thought Muslims and Jews and Christians can just live in world peace and harmony, whatever. Wait a second, if this is an actual establishment of what the will of Allah is, now you have to have militancy. Because as you just said, condition number three of those three conditions established in Surah 9 is that you have to fight the unbelievers until either they win or you win. So now this is where we see the, you know, and I don't want to jump ahead, but we see the real concept of jihad coming in because as jihad is the war against non-Muslims, 
Why are you warring against non-Muslims? It's not just for any reason. It's because you have to establish Islamic peace. And those two conditions have to be there. Establish the Sharia, remove the, the kafir. And Tom, uh, when you and I are, are a target of this, you and I didn't uh, uh, declare war. We, you and I haven't declared war against Muslims. They have declared their war on us in order, quote unquote, to establish their peace. Now, in our notes, we're going to put forth the, um, the portions out of the Sharia law book on jihad. And you need to understand, too, uh, the book that this is coming from, this was translated by the Al-Azhar University. This is the highest college of Islam in the world. And in their stamp of approval, they're saying, this is the standard of Islam. Tom, you made a great point about uh, the sourcing of the reliance of the traveler coming from Al-Azhar in Cairo, Egypt, and it being the premier Sunni school within Islam. Uh, there are four major Sunni schools of thought uh, called, uh, the four are the Safi, the Hanbali, the Maliki, and the Hanafi. Now, in Shiite Islam, that's where I came from, was, was you know, Iran, Shiite Islam, which is maybe about 12%, 13% of the world's Muslim population. The majority of world, world's Muslims are Sunnis. Uh, there is infighting. There's no doubt that there's infighting in Islam. And somebody could say, well, you know, um, you, what you're talking about being radicalized, well, maybe that's, that's, a, that's a sect of Islam. That, that's some, you know, some aberration. No, no, no. The reliance of the traveler is based off the Sunni school of thought. But even in there, it, it says that with the Shiites, they agree on the majors. So when we're talking about these 10 points, these are the 10 majors. Well, this is going to be it for today, but we'll continue more on this topic. So I hope you'll be able to join us tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.